Welcome back to Mandarin 101 Tales from the Far East. In this segment, I will attempt to share with you some folklores and fairy tales, traditional stories from my native lands of Taiwan, China, Hong Kong, and other Asian countries. Today, I want to tell you about the Lake of the Sisters and the Tree Brothers. This is a native Taiwanese tale taking place in Mount Ali, the most well-known mountain in the central part of Taiwan. Mount Ali is best known for its beautiful sunsets, sea of clouds, and gigantic redwoods. Even today, it is still a very, very attractive tourist hotspot when you go to Taiwan. The story takes us back to many, many, many years ago, when the only people in Taiwan were the native Polynesian. There were many, many tribes on Mount Ali back then. One tribe boasted the most beautiful young maidens in the whole nation. They were sisters named. Aracha and Awana. Now, Aracha and Awana were so beautiful that they were famous throughout the land. And there, every time when there was a full moon, they would gather all the beautiful maidens of their tribe, and they would go into the woods and dance and frolic under the moonlight. Warriors. Young and old from far and wide would come to witness their great dancing and their great beauty, but many, many people only view them with nothing but respect. It was said that all the tribe except one were peaceful. The one violent tribe was ruled by a great chieftain. By the name of 
Mulugu. Now, Mulugu was a great hunter and great warrior. He was feared by all because he, with his bare hand, was able to slay a bear, a panther, and a wild boar. No one wanted to defy him. No one dared to face him in battle. One day, Mulugu、uh, and two of his favorite warriors were hunting in the woods when they came upon Araja and Awana's sister's performance. Whoa! Said Mulugu. Look at that! That's a sight for sore eyes. Beautiful women, out there in the world, all on their own. <laughs> you are disrespectful," said Aracha. "Yes, you must not be so rude," said Alana. "The mountain god will punish you." <laughs> said Morugu. "The mountain god? He's not going to do anything of the sort." One of the warriors beside him nudged him and said, "Chief, look at these maidens. They are said to be the most beautiful in the land. Why don't you take them home as concubines?" "What a great idea!" said Mulugu. "Grab them and let's go." Just as the warriors grabbed the maidens, two young men came dashing out of the wood and stood in front of Mulugu. There were two young. Hunters, they were brothers, and they said to Morugu with no fear in their eyes, "Great chief Morugu, we know we cannot face you in combat, but we cannot allow you to show disrespect to these maidens. So we will protect them with our life, and may the mountain god be on our side." <laughs> Laughed Morugu. The mountain god is not going to get here in time to save you. And he pulled out his knife and advanced on the two young men. And just at that moment, a bolt of lightning struck from the heaven right between the two groups of combatants, and a, a clap of thunder rang throughout the mountainside and shook the cliff and the rocks. Chief said. A trembling warrior. I, 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 I think the mountain god is displeased. With as much dignity as they could muster, Mulugu and his men retreated back to their village, leaving the maiden and the two brothers in peace. Strange as it was, as soon as the Chief and his warriors retreated. The sky cleared, the stars came out, the moon was shining down full and bright, and the brothers and the sisters talked and danced and,、uh, well, you know, we 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 are not sure what all went on, but you know,、uh, just in case we get censored,、uh, just fast forward. Use your imagination. Anyway. <clears throat> A few days later, Great Chief Morugu felt really angry with how he got driven off by mere thunderclap. So he said to his men, "I want you guys to go to the village 
of Russia and Iwana, I want you to inform their father that if he does not send them to me in three days, I'm going to burn their village to the ground and slaughter everybody. So his messenger went and delivered the dreaded message. That night, the two sisters snuck out of their house and walked slowly on the path to Mulugu's village. On the path, they constantly knelt down to pray to the mountain god, praying for their village to stay safe. They said that if the mountain god would ensure the safety of their people, they would be willing to suffer at the hand of this awful, awful man. Their prayer touched the mountain god, and by sunlight, by the first ray of the sun, the two sisters were gone. In the place where they knelt were now two massive lakes, one slightly larger than the other, and the two lakes were connected. The lake water was so clear and pure like the souls of these sisters. At the noon of that day, the great chief Mulugu heard about the mysterious appearance of the lake, and so he brought his warriors with him and they all came to the side of the lake. Where the bleep 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 did this lake come from? roared Mulugu. This will interfere with our plan to get at my maidens. Just as he said so, two watery forms rose from the lakes, forming into the image of the two sisters. Great Chief Mulugu said Araja, you must repent your way. You must not do any more evil, otherwise you shall be punished by the mountain god. <laughs> Laugh Mulugu, you think just because you get some kind of voodoo going on, you can scare me? A lake is not going to stop me from claiming the two of you. And as he spoke, he leapt into the water trying to grab these two girls that were uh, standing on the surface of the lake. And as fast as he jumped in, the two forms vanished and Great Chief Mulugu suddenly found himself on a lake as vast as the sea. There was no sky above him, just a black rolling cloud with thunder and lightning and rain and he was scared he couldn't see the shore anywhere he yelled for help from his men but it didn't seem like there was anyone around him chief marugo seemed to be the only person in the world on this vast body of water and he swam and he swam and he swam gradually he was exhausted sank into the lake and drowned to his warriors, they did not see anything. They just saw their great chief leap into the water and disappeared. So, well, there wasn't anything they could do, so they went home. That night, the two young hunters came to the shore of the lakes, and they knelt side by side and prayed at the water. They said, to the spirit of their beloved maidens, Aracha and Awana. You two must be lonely all out here on your own. So we decided we are going to come and keep you company 
for eternity. True to their word, the brothers knelt there side by side for three days and three nights without food, and their love touched the mountain god. So he transformed them into a pair of gigantic and ancient redwood, their branches intertwined, and they stood for eternity at the side of the lakes. It is said that even today, when the moon is bright and full, and there's no one around, the two maidens would rise out of the lake and dance and frolic upon the shore around. This two gigantic redwood tree.
Welcome back to Mandarin 101. This is a segment where I will be showing you some basic vocabularies and phrases in my native language, Mandarin. Disclaimer: As usual, I'm not a professional teacher of Mandarin, but I have taught English as second language in the past, and my English is almost as good as my Mandarin, which means we are royally screwed. <laughs> anyway, um. Today in Mandarin 101, I want to show you the eight traditional sins in Chinese culture.、Uh, they are very, very close to what we considered as、uh, evil or bad things in the Western culture.、Uh, so, you know, they shouldn't be that hard to learn. After all, there's only eight of them. So let's get it going, right? So the eight sins in order is told. 抢、拐、骗、吃、喝、嫖、赌。偷抢、拐、骗、吃、喝、嫖、赌 ，Yeah. So, we, let's take them one at a time. The first one is 偷 ，T O U. 偷。Uh, think of the animal toad, and just do it without the D. So 偷，啊，偷 means theft. So stealing. Stealing things from you, really bad thing. Don't do it.、Yeah. The next one is 抢 C H O N G, 抢啊，抢、uh, means to rob, to take something by force. So yeah, it's worse than theft because usually when you are、uh, using this、uh, this one, when you are.、Uh, When when you 抢 someone, then you are hurt. You you are hurting them in the process. The next one is 拐 G W A I 拐 means、uh, to lure to、uh, traffic to traffic people. In this case,、uh, 拐 it always means、uh, trafficking people、uh, to to. Uh, to lure people into doing something they don't want to do. Next up is, pian. P i a n. Pian. Pian means to lie, to tell、uh, untruth. Trickery, in another word. Chi. C H E, chi means, uh, well, actually, chi means eat, but why is eat、uh, a sin? Well, it, in this context, it's more like gluttony, gluttony. Sorry, see, told you my English is almost as bad as my Mandarin. 
Uh, so, chi is uh, eating, overeating, uh, wasting food, uh, food-related crimes. He means drink, but in this case, obviously drinking water is not a sin. But uh, overly consum consuming of alcohol, uh, that's what it's talking about, it's alcoholic. Piao, P-O-W. Uh, it means to frequent ladies of the night. Uh, lust, in another word. Du, du means gamble. So, the eight original sins in Chinese culture. Thank you for checking out today's Mandarin 101. Have a good night. Hi, 你好,欢迎回来. Welcome back to Proverbs 101, an offshoot of the Mandarin 101 instructionals. This is where I show you some slangs and vocabularies and proverbs. Though you know those old and wise Chinese proverbs everyone loves to quote. Uh, things like that uh, to further add to your vocations in the Mandarin language. By golly, I actually remember to use the word vocations. <laughs> I'm getting smarter all the time. So today during Mandarin 101, we talked about this eight original sins. So I want to show you some words involving this, these sins so you know uh, roughly how they are used. The eight original sins are to chang guai pian chi he piao du. Again, to recap that, to means theft, chang means rob, uh, guai means uh, human trafficking or uh, lure someone to do something they don't want to do. Uh, pian means to lie, to trick, chi means gluttony, uh, he means alcoholic, piao means uh, someone who frequent hookers all the time. Do means gambling. Those are the eight original sins. Xiao to, xiao, x i a o. Xiao to means what? Well, xiao means little, small. So if you translate that literally, it means little thief. But that's what uh, we call thieves. No matter how big they are or how little they are, <laughs> we call them xiao to. That's how you call a, uh, a thief in Mandarin. Xiao to. Now the word qiang for rob, that word is interesting because sometimes it can be qiang, the third tone, or sometimes it can be qiang, almost like a question mark. Qiang, like a, that's the second tone, uh, as we talked about before. Tones are very important in Mandarin. But it depends on where you use this. For example, chang jie, robbery. Chang jie, chang again means to rob. Jie means to, uh, to 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 take something, to interrupt something, uh, to uh, take something as your own. The chang jie means robbery. In this case, we're using the third tone, chang. Now, if you want to say a robber, like the, the person who rob, they, they are called 强盗, 
In this case, we're using tone number two, Qiang Dao. Uh, and to rape is called Qiang Jian. Yo Guai. Yo Guai. Y O G W A I uh, means to uh, trick someone into coming with you. You often hear it in the uh, phrase Yo Guai Er Tong. Like that, that's basically uh, to trick kids into going to places they shouldn't go with you uh, to uh, abduct children. Yo guai er tong. That's guai. Pian, pian zi. Adding the word zi, je, in the end. Pian zi means liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Pian zi. There's an old uh, insult when you call someone "how chi lan zuo." How, H-O-W means love, chi, eat, love to eat. How chi lan, L-U-N means lazy. Zuo, uh, J-O-U means working. So how chi lan zuo means this person loves to eat and is lazy when they have to work. So don't let people call you how to lan zuo. He, he jiu, he jiu, jiu means alcohol, beer, wine. Uh, that's J U O jiu, he jiu, uh, drink beer, drink alcohol. Piao, piao chang, uh, Visit a prostitute. Piao uh, is uh, to 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 visit and a, a prostitute. And Chang is a noun for prostitute. Piao Chang means uh, to visit a prostitute. A prostitute. Du 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 is yet another one that you can hear in third tone. Du or the second tone du. Uh, depends on where it's used. For example, the act of gambling is called du bo. Du bo du means gamble. Bo means fight. Du bo means uh, uh, gambling. Uh, or the casino is called du chang. In this case, we're using the second tone du du chang. It's a casino. So now that I got you all confused, I want to thank you for checking out today's Proverbs 101 and Mandarin 101 series. We will be back in the future with more Mandarin-related goodies. For now, 谢谢,晚安, and 再见. The teacher held up the picture of a weather vane and asked the class, Children, do you know what this is, and do you know what it's for? As soon as she finished, little Johnny's hand shot up in the air. With not just a little bit of trepidation, the teacher relented and said, Okay, Johnny, tell, tell us your answer. Little Johnny stood up and said, That is called a weathercock, and it is used to 
detect which way the wind is blowing. The teacher was quite impressed, but she decided to quiz little Johnny some more. So she said, "Do you know why it is called a weathercock?" Little Johnny thought about it for a while and said, uh, "Well, because if they called it a weather pussy, the wind would go right through it." <laughs> Bad joke, I know. But anyway, before we end this episode number two, I want to、um, draw your attention to a very useful app. As the weather gets colder, a lot of us is forced to do more more of our running indoors on boring old treadmills, or God forbid, run on the spot. Now. There, there is an app out there that would make your run a lot more fun. Check out Zombies Run on the App Store, or you can go to their website, or you can find Zombies Run on Reddit. There's a whole subreddit dedicated to it. You will be runner five. You will take part in the zombie-infested world, be a hero during the zombie apocalypse, and you can advance your story. As you run and get fit, and yeah, it's a lot of fun.、Uh, I will tell you my zombies run story a little bit later in the future episode. But yeah, it, it is totally accessible, and if you want, you can、uh, pay a measly eight dollar a month、uh, and unlock all the missions right off the bat. Or if you want to play it for free, you will get a new mission every week. It's up to you. And there are a lot of players around the world, and you can play inside, or if you run outside, this would work just as well. So check it out, and if you can't figure out how it works,、uh, drop me an email, which reminds me.、Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can find me at Johnny Tiger at shaw.ca, Johnny Tiger at shaw.ca, or you can. Check me out on my website at johnnytiger.com. Search for Johnny Ty or Johnny Tiger on YouTube, or look for our album Love Land by the Cat on iTunes, or search my name in quotation Johnny Ty on Google with keywords such as martial art, self-defense, etc., etc., and you should find me no problem. Thank you for checking out. This episode of Johnny Tiger Experience. I hope it has been a good experience so far. It has been for me. I will see you guys in the next episode.